0: Hi, mate. Hi, mate.
1: how are you diddling yeah i'm okay man how are you
0: i'm diddling well yeah i'm feeling fully diddled of late yeah
1: <laughs> i mean the word diddled <laughs> is um slightly concerning
0: i mean the world is good at diddling yeah and i have been a diddled
1: <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling of late. pretty diddled on a daily basis. I have to say.
0: I mean, this year yeah. is the year of diddling, if ever there was one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many more times I can say the word before it loses all meaning. But
1: yeah, <laughs> a diddled we are. I saw a I saw a meme. Is it meme or mame? meme? I saw a, a meme me- me. I saw a meme the other day, a which was um, it was a picture of like a history textbook covered mm. the like, whole of two pages were all highlighted um with the <laughs> caption of future historians teaching um children about what's important to remember about 2020 yeah and literally it, it does... where do you go from where do you <laughs> go? i think the biggest thing that's fucked me up in the last couple of weeks is is the fact that it's dark all the time yeah get home after I mean, work, only... <laughs> and i'm like is it is it bedtime i wake up in the morning i'm like is it the middle of the night? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's like living in
0: Finland. It's yeah. awful. Like it's the worst time of the year. That first switch into darkness. Could you just forget what the day's like? Like, where is the sun? What is sun?
1: Absolutely. And I think it's also it kind of exacerbates um, human behaviour a little bit more because, as you, I mean, as you know, Lee, like we're constantly surrounded by noise in my flat. And mm. the guy upstairs, I really want to get him on the podcast. Because firstly, <laughs> he sits at the so obviously I live in a basement. He sits in the window at a desk. He's obviously working from home. And every night yeah. when I come back from work, if he sat there, like I always try and make eye contact with him and he just stares at me. And I'm like oh, okay, <laughs> fine, number one. But recently As I walked, every time I'm walking past the window, I'm sort of looking in and seeing what he's Mm. doing on his TV. So he's obviously quite a big gamer. um, So he's been playing games and stuff. Um, But I've noticed that he he um, searches for a lot of videos on YouTube. And I've seen right. him search for... I mean,
0: how long are you saying through the windows to that's see literally just history. like a, Just like a second.
1: <laughs> it's just a second. Just look at the TV, then I carry on walking. Process.
0: Um, Slowly building up the information over days. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm
1: building up a profile of him. And I've noticed that he's, he seems big on... Um, on engines car engines and rebuilding engines and maybe listening to sounds of engines um, Okay. and then when i walked past i think it was yesterday um i noticed that he was searching i, I managed to clock him searching and pressing like start on a video on youtube uh, for the world's strongest man and then all <laughs> of the pieces fell into place the reason why it sounds like he's bowling at two o'clock in the morning or running from the front of the flat to the back is because obviously he's he's wanting to compete in the world's strongest man and he's oh, flipping God. boulders um, <laughs> you know, picking up and dropping very large objects he's running from the front of the flat he's to the actually back. got a car in his flat <laughs> yeah. which he uses bench press so on all Nike of a basis. sudden all of the kind of uh, strenuous (laughs) noise suddenly makes sense you go oh he's competing for the world's strongest man so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna like day by day every time i walk past i'm just gonna
0: start (laughs) to get to know my uh, neighbor
1: a little bit more
0: have you got a peeping Tom diary so that you can keep note of exactly where well, he is I mean, and what he's wearing?
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify what I'm doing as peeping. I'm literally just glancing. I'm a, a glancing, glancing Tom. I'm a glancing <laughs> Terry. I'm glancing Terry. I'm not peeping Tom. I'm glancing Terry. Yeah, I'm That's glancing it. Terry. Well, I mean, obviously,
0: like, we we make light of these situations, and this year has been poo for everybody.
1: Yeah, it has. but
0: I believe. In, deep in my heart and soul mm. that I have found the antithesis of the year, okay. the 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 yin to the miserable yang. Okay. So, so yep. you're going to do some searching for me now and you're going to play a song okay. that we are going to listen to together. Okay. Now, I don't know how much we can get away with playing, but...
1: Well, listeners, when you're listening to this, you'll hear how much we can get away with playing. (laughs) Because we will listen to more than is probably available to your ears when you're listening to this when it goes out.
0: Exactly. Go on. Um, You're going to search for a song called Fuck 2020.
1: Fuck 2020. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now Does it I'm happen guessing? to be by <laughs> Scooter?
0: Scooter! Okay. You're not ready. Press play. I don't give a penny. <laughs>
2: <For 2020. laughs> Posse. Don't give a penny! United we stand. First we save the wave!
1: then we save the world. It's a call to arms for all ravers. Come on, ravers. That's about as much as I can take, I think.
0: Yeah, to be honest, it's probably about as much as we can get away with. But, I mean, if you're ever feeling down. But don't,
1: you know, that's such a, I think, (laughs) you, you know what, what's really interesting about that is that when these kinds of things happen, if there's like a big global um event or disaster or something it's always the most bizarre people come out of the woodwork to try and be like i'm going to be the voice of this like i can remember <laughs> when nine eleven happened and mm. um they did a benefit concert and i remember the ba- and this is again one for the kids the band <laughs> stained were the ones oh, who are at the forefront of the response, and you just like stained. Yeah, that's what I mean. But to me, stained is the is the kind of alt rock equivalent of Scooter, and you just kind of think, what at what point did Scooter go? You know what? I think I'm the one <laughs> to get out in front of this, and I'm going to represent all the people's feelings of 2020. It's just like because what? we don't give a penny. I mean, lyrical genius. Musical icon, he was socially and went, conscious. 2020,
0: yeah. And someone just went, Penny. yeah, And he was like, yes! Brilliant. <laughs> Pulitzer.
1: <laughs> no, how he writes his lyrics is he's got a, an octopus in a tank and he has two words <laughs> lying at the bottom of the octopus tank. And whatever one the octopus goes towards, that's what he uses. That's the choice. <laughs> 2020.
0: Easily. Gifted us. It's slowly growing. A musical
1: turnaround that 2020 has gifted us, you said.
0: It has. Right. It has. Bardcore is on the rise.
1: Bardcore?
0: Bardcore. Okay, let me think. So, if you you just want to do the same thing you did with that Scooter song. Oh,
1: my God. Are we going to get away with this as well? Very briefly, yes. Okay. Don't sue us. In there, fact, we? no,
0: we'll get away with this because it's a remake of a song that already exists. That I doubt that they paid rights for. So, fuck all that bollocks. They're going to play I, this.
1: Which one? There's quite a few options. You're
0: going to go Bardcore, Enya, Orinoco okay flow.
1: Okay. Okay, I'm pressing it now. Here we go. Let's do it. Okay. like
2: <laughs>
1: it you would never think that someone would be able to out Enya Enya would you like, that's never something that you would think would be possible
0: so there you go wow so fuck you Scooter yeah we don't need Scooter we need more Bards
1: we always need more Bards <laughs>
0: Episode sixty, right? The big six zero,
1: yeah.
0: A coming of age,
1: yeah, of sorts, Close, and uh, closely getting to retirement age. <laughs> I did <laughs> a little burp there. I went retirement. Is that retirement, what it <laughs> <happened>? <laughs> yeah. I, it wasn't like a it was like a half burp, half um, hiccup. Retirement. I thought we just put grandiose on it. Sort of. No, no, no! It was, just, it was just a, a bodily um, misnomer. Speaking of bodily misnomers, I was uh, lying <laughs> on the sofa nice. the other night, ca- <laughs> catching up with a new series of The Crown, uh, which is very good. Oh, Those uh, okay, I've yeah. watched it. Um, and as I always do, I fell asleep on the sofa. Naturally. But unlike normally where I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and feel like I'm going to die, I woke up sort of about 20 minutes later and I sort of oh, came to. And as you know, Lee, yeah. I've been, since lockdown very first started, I've just been shaving my own head. Um, hmm. And um, what I have sort of ended up doing quite a lot is just rubbing my head all the time. Because there's no hair right. there and it kind of feels a little bit like um, a little bit like a velour tracksuit. Um, and I rubbed the back of my head and sort of like came to. And I looked down at my hand and my hand was covered in blood. Huh? Now, because I'm sort of half asleep, the thing that woke me up is I felt, like, I felt like I heard a bang and I assumed that it was just the guy upstairs, you know, flipping a car. Um, hmm. But then there was that split second. I was like, wait, <laughs> did someone just hit me in the fucking head? And I sort of was like, what the fuck? And I kind of came to a little bit more, put the hand, hmm. put my hand on my head, And it's just covered in blood. So what the fuck? So I went into the bathroom, but obviously I couldn't see it because it was on the top of the back of my head. So I sort of managed to angle my phone to be able to take a photograph of it, um, which is, you know, quite a difficult thing to do. Like try and take a picture of the top of your head.
0: I'm going to shoot in the toilet about ten times. Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. But I, I, I finally did manage to get a photo of my head, and I'm going to send you the picture. Of, okay, um, let see. Of of the what I saw when I looked at the photo.
0: So you just woken up. You're covered in blood. You think you've been attacked by yeah. nothing in particular.
1: Now tell me, what does this wound look like? What the fuck?
0: Uh, it looks like a little cut on your head. It looks like someone's gashed
1: your noggin. It looks like a fucking bullet hole. <laughs> That's what it looks like, Lee. So then I'm like, wait, what the fuck has happened to my head? What is what is going on? And <laughs> yeah. as it turns out, I obviously had like a little little mole or something there. And when I was shaving my head, I just nicked it. And then, obviously, in my sleep, I'd kind of lent on it or something, and it had bled. But what pursued to go to bed was I had to put a plaster. Now, if you've ever tried to put a plaster (laughs) on your head, especially when your head is like Velcro, it's very, very difficult. So I just sort of threw loads of plasters on, and then I had the realisation, I'm a big plaster guy. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm the kind of guy that you if mean? I get a little hangnail i put plaster on it. <laughs> I realise yeah, okay. I use plasters way too much. <laughs> like I have a specific taste in plaster. it has got to be a very specific, specific type of plaster. And then you just kind of realise quite quickly that all of the things that you thought in your early 20s or even late teens that would be important to you. None of that is important. It is not. It's just not important. Like I never, I had an Asda shop delivered, and I went to put something in the oven yesterday, and was like, oh, have we got any kitchen roll? Uh, any um, sorry, not kitchen roll. Although that's one of them. Um, have we got any tin foil? <laughs> and like, oh yes, got some tin foil. Brilliant. Because yeah, I ran no out of tin foil and it was really annoying. Because I don't like putting stuff on baking trays or in whatever. I wanna, I wanna have the foil in first. Never in my life. When I, I was mean, young. I know it's episode sixty, but fucking hell. No, but that's, we've got to <laughs> oh, embrace the fact that we are, <laughs> but, we are, we are getting edging ever closer to either retirement or death, whichever wants to grace <laughs> us first. I'm currently sat recording in a dressing gown with my slippers on. So I mean,
0: yeah. Do, yes. do, do you know what
1: I mean? <laughs> Those people who listen to this and think we're this kind of cool, funny, alt,
0: Cool, schnazzy guys.
1: Yeah, no, we're just two men who are old before our time and are just waiting for death.
0: I mean, it's it's as funny as it gets. I had a gas bloke come round the other day, and I'm talking to him, and I'm like, why the fuck am I talking to this guy? Because he was the most... He was an energy vampire. He was chatting to me about stuff that no one would talk... He walked in, he went mm. to put his glasses on, bearing in mind we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, he's mm. and he's putting his shit all over my counters and stuff, so I've got to disinfect everything when he leaves. Yeah. I mean, that's a pain in the ass as it is, but anyway, yeah. I'm getting older by the second. He gets his glasses out, and it's cold outside, and it's warm in my house, and they steam up. And he looks at them, puts them on his face, sees they're steamed up, even though his eyes would have told him they were steamed <laughs> up anyway. Looks around and goes, oh no, they're steamed up. Takes them off and says... I can't possibly start yet because I can't see through my glasses. And just I'm just wipe looking him at on him. your shirt, man. I yeah, I'm just feeling all of my soul and energy drain as he continues to tell me about his prescriptions. And then he starts talking about his previous work week and how difficult it's been to see people so me. I don't give a fuck. Please
1: stop. <laughs> but you see the thing is, that's where we're headed. That's the problem, isn't it? It's like the ghost of Christmas future appearing in your doorstep. You are like people all the people listening don't yeah. know that we're
0: actually just gearing them up to suck the energy from them. Yeah, I used to that's take the piss out survive. of people
1: like us, but in 30 years time, we are going to be those guys. every time i get anything out of the oven i'm rendered completely useless for three minutes while my glasses de-steam it is a problem (laughs) fucking hell come on right so the rest of the show we've got to try and hip it up lee we've got to try and be the the young-ish early (laughs) to mid-30s men that we are written
0: down is is how annoyed i am about the extra flavor of crisps i mean (laughs) we stand no chance mate It's over. Okay, let's
1: embrace it. Episode 60 is just going to be the most miserable, middle aged (laughs) ramblings you've ever heard in your fucking life. Are you ready, listeners? Are you ready? Here it comes.
0: Here it comes. Coming live into your headspace,
1: it's (laughs) Seagull. That was a good one. Um, Now, just when you... I say when you, I can't speak for you. When I thought Seagull (laughs) News had run its course, you know, (laughs) because believe it or not, listeners, Lee and I do have conversations, and we never, ever decide before we record that we're definitely going to do one thing or definitely going to do another. Obviously we individually oh, no, we, plan, don't we, but we, we don't,
0: well, we actually probably know less than you do. If Seagull news doesn't happen, we just say stuff.
1: Yeah. If Seagull news doesn't happen, <laughs> then there's no Seagull news. However, yeah, just to double down on the fact that we're both secretly 60 year old men, I was listening to Radio Four on my way to work the other day, right? <laughs> the, because you know it's just a really good way to keep on top of the news and you know be about informed. all of that,
0: all that mess of modern music. Yeah. No none of that. Oh, I don't
1: much. want none of those music breaks. I just want, I want <laughs> pseudo biased you know Tory There's propaganda from the it. BBC. <laughs> but <laughs> Radio Four. The kind of pinnacle of sort of secretive (laughs) conservative propaganda played something, had an interview which I recorded on my phone from the radio, and I'm now as it was happening, as it was happening, yeah. And I'm going to play it to you, Lee, at the same time I play it to you, listeners. Cop a load of this one. Oh, okay
2: that they are actually quite smart, and they know, um, for example, when our um, break times at specific schools, so they go um, to the school just before the break time, they sit around on the rooftops waiting, and the moment that the bell sounds and all the kids come out, they start flying around searching for food scraps or food leftovers um, and they know exactly when to hit, which is um, quite interesting. We The think. crucial word there is before, isn't it? So I think I'd assume that, you know, one r-
1: random seagull spots the food and others join in. You're saying, no, no, they've got it programmed in their minds. They know when to go where in advance.
2: Yeah, exactly. So they are there before as well. um, And they stay during big time and they might leave and come back later, or they go somewhere else. uh, Because we also see that they go to waste centres at specific times as well. So when the waste centre is open during the week, they go there because then that's when food waste is being unloaded for them for food. But in the weekend when the uh, waste centres are closed, they're actually not there in big numbers.
1: So firstly, BBC Radio 4 is deciding to steal something that we've been talking about for months now. Secondly, they've got a seagull expert. Where the fuck have the seagull experts been when we've been asking them to come and speak on the pod? Exactly. And thirdly, no, really. the quality Silent. of their audio of her their conversation is worse than ours. She keeps <laughs> fucking dropping out and going all glitchy. But... The, the interview continues, so l- let me know what you think about this next bit. Okay. So, let's just pause there and if, yeah. are you saying a seagull knows whether it's a Saturday or Sunday quite often particularly during the lockdown I'm not sure
2: I know no yeah so um, yes well at least that's what our research shows that the numbers are way bigger during the week than in the weekend um, so they definitely know in some way that during the week it's open and we don't know exactly how That's that should further research should follow up with that yeah, I was going to say
1: so what you're studying is is the pattern of movement the pattern of behaviour, but there's another fascinating bit of research to see if if one of them is very clever in telling the rest, or if they've all got it somehow a sort of calendar, a timetable in their heads. So... Nick Robinson there is suggesting to a scientist that who for some reason isn't working on COVID but is working on the patterns of seagull movement.
0: <laughs> seagulls, yeah. Nick
1: Robinson from the BBC worked for the BBC for 30 plus years, one of the country's foremost, if albeit slightly biased, political commentators, is suggesting <laughs> on a radio show which has millions of listeners a day that seagulls have calendars. Now, the problem is, if things like BBC Radio 4 are using up our content, then does that mean that we well, have to start talking about politics?
0: I mean, we've seen it all before, haven't we? Joe Rogan stole from us. Yeah. Radio 1 have very similar things to what we have. Yeah. And now, BBC Radio 4.
1: Is it, when will it end? When will we get the recognition that we deserve?
0: Well, I'm not sure. Because but...
1: this interview, right, this interview <laughs> was like, they thought it was, fu- and I missed the first sort of 20 seconds of it, because obviously I was scrambling to uh, it safely. Obviously, my phone is up on the dashboard, so I don't have to remove my hands from from the 10 and 2 <laughs> position, doing well under the speed limit. I missed While telling your
0: phone to start yeah, recording. Yeah, I was
1: doing it remotely, obviously, I didn't touch anything, Um They were talking about it as if it was this, like, no one else in the world has ever considered the pattern of behaviour of seagulls. It's like, sorry, sorry, how fucking dare you? We have been talking about this for so long. Some people would think too long. But (laughs) just another example of how we are absolutely groundbreaking, trend-setting pioneers of the airwaves.
0: Well... With that in mind, I've just sent you a video that I saw on someone else's show. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But it relates in. I I, I actually saw a clip of this on there, and I've since searched the whole clip out. And it is bird-related. It was going to fit into some sort of avian news. Right. Have you heard about the Australian magpie's mating season violence ramp? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I have not. Essentially,
0: during nesting season, when a magpie's got its eggs ready to drop, they become absolute fucking mentalists. Right. And they will attack anything, and I mean anything, in their territory. Whether it is a person, an animal, a vehicle, it doesn't matter. So, they sorry, don't let care. me
1: just clarify. they're When they're in a kind of mating... Dance or when they're nesting, down, in. So they're,
0: they're nesting down, so they're nesting down, they've got their nest, they've got their buddy, yeah. they've got together and they've made their the, the eggs and, the and they've So it's not showing
1: violence towards the female of the species, no. it's to anyone oh, no, who is no, encroaching no. on their decrees. If,
0: if anybody comes within their, right. their, their, their border, so yeah. to speak, they are toast. Right. And as part of this thing, obviously, Australians all know about it, but they, they continuously run the story every year because they get more and more violent. Because more and more people turn up into their territory, right? And uh, in this particular year, a news reporter was sent to go and investigate whether or not uh, reports were exaggerated about just how nasty the the birds were getting.
1: Mm.
0: I would like you to play the clip I've just sent you, and uh, let's see how how the reporter
1: got on. Okay. So she's Oh my god So she's riding a bike with a helmet on with like a GoPro on it and some twigs sticking out the top. And she's being chased by a magpie is what's happening. Look at the speed of her legit. Okay, she's I think she's been lulled into a false sense of security now. So the second test is to put fake eyes on the back of the helmet. Yeah, these Did are the tactics eyes? they use
0: to to put the birds uh, off. Um, right, okay.
1: It's quite a
2: fierce magpie um, behind the Nurburgring P10 school.
1: Oh, we can see it
2: from all reports. It's not very nice. So
1: um, hopefully the eyes are going to work. I do have a helmet on, so I shouldn't. Do, do the eyes work? I wonder. I have a feeling that they're not going to. Oh my god, it just attacked her head! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> so as you can hear, the eyes don't work. <laughs> and the bird is just fucking evil. <laughs>
1: Never in my life have I seen anyone look so scared of something. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to check this video out, go onto YouTube and search um, Amber and Billows Magpie. <laughs> and the video comes up and it says the eyes don't work. You will not be disappointed.
0: Don't be angry. Bum, 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 bum. Don't be pissed. Ba, 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 ba. Just be there and put it on your head. Lip. Put it on there.
2: Oh, yeah. Put it on your head. Lip.
1: Is he doing it? Is, he, is it carrying on? What's happening? No, it's, fine, it's fine. I was getting into that. Wow. Okay. You transcended to another plane. Sorry,
2: man. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah it's all going.
1: It? I think so. Yeah. Uh, my first one is what I'm calling sneeze limbo. <laughs> Need a sneeze. I get it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my second one is a rogue hair in your mouth. Oh, wow. My wife had
0: that last night. Toe. She was suffering for like an hour. She sat there going, "Ah, ah," something something in my throat.
1: You see, that's different. The rogue (laughs) hair in the throat is a whole nother level, but the rogue hair in the mouth is more you bite into something, and as, say, like a sanger, and as you pull it away, you feel like a thin. Thing, but yeah. it's like, oh, that is a hair that has become embedded, engulfed right. in the sandwich. I distinctly remember, yeah.
0: One morning, my mum has got me my rice krispies ready, <laughs> and I take me big spoon.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, what's that? Ugh. And I pull out one of my mum's no less than twenty-five inch long hair.
1: Your mum had really, really long
0: hair. <laughs> out of my mouth oh my god i never wanted like to a cello a string down so quick it was <laughs> disgusting oh i've turned my stomach i didn't eat for the day i was just like no i'm fine fucking spiders in my mouth
1: yeah <laughs> well that links on perfectly because my third entry is unseen spider webs <laughs> you, you, you just like get decapitated by a spider's web it's, <laughs> it's trying to catch you yeah so barbaric um Immediate room temperature decrease. So hot room, trying to get to sleep. You're like, oh, fucking hell. I'm just going to open the window a little bit. You open the window. (laughs) Immediately, the room is (laughs) subterranean Baltic (laughs) weather. You've only had the window open for a second. I mean, I've got a real thing about temperature fluctuation anyway, but that really pisses me off. Um, My penultimate one is... Getting rid of a mattress. <laughs> Why is it so difficult? Why is it so difficult in 2020 to get rid of a mattress? I mean, as Tune you up. know, Lee, I'm moving. Or I'm in the midst of moving at the moment. Yes, um, yeah. So there's, it looks like sort of uh, Jenga everywhere. It's just barbaric. <laughs> um, Tetris. And then thinking, right, I'm going to have to get rid of a mattress at some point. And then just going, you know what, just take it with me because I can't I'll just have it. I'll just keep it forever. I can't be asked to try and get rid of it. Um <laughs> and my last one I found quite difficult to try and um to try and figure out how to categorize it. Um so I've just gone for murder mystery. Okay. I don't mean the mystery surrounding a murder, because, (laughs) you know, that's intriguing. I mean, specifically, amateur murder mystery parties.
0: Right. With you.
1: Now, this is fairly controversial, uh, and the reason why it came to my mind is because... I was looking through um a a collection of photographs in a in a book, a really good book that I got bought years ago about um catching actors the half an hour before they go on stage. And it's really interesting. And there's a uh, a picture there from a sort of professional uh, murder mystery sort of show. Um and it just made me think about all of those kind of amateur productions, those sort of whodunits, um, and people dressed in preposterous 1920s feather boas and yeah like in the dining
0: room yeah
1: i don't like if you're doing it like just with you and your mates or you and your family or whatever like i have no problem with that like that's absolutely Mm. fine it's it's specifically the sort of professional productions that are amateur but they all think that they're professional actors right yeah it just drives me insane so there you go
0: and they don't break character either like no uh, no, they don't be like You son of a bitch, stop think, oh, committing to the part, okay. just tell me where the yeah. fucking toilets are.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's mine. So I've, I've got two.
0: And as mentioned earlier on, the first one is that extra flavour in a packet of multi-pack crisps. It's yeah, always worry. prawn cocktail or barbecue and no one fucking likes them. So you end up with a collection of prawn cocktail and barbecue crisps. Right. Hate it.
1: I, I um, agree, I don't like prawn cocktail crisps. But can I Wait, say don't. something to you? Because Go this was something I was going to bring up later on. Uh, so we might as well just curtail it into the hate list. Is the best crisps in Britain officially ranked. What? There has been an official top 20 crisps.
0: <laughs> Why are people wasting time on things
1: like this? So Go that we it. can talk about it on a podcast. Go on. So from 20 to 1... At number twenty, we have salt and vinegar hula hoops.
0: Mm, no, I don't mind them; they're fine.
1: Mm. Number nineteen, we have watsits.
0: Uh, okay, if you want to look like you fingered Donald Trump, fine.
1: Number eighteen, scampy fries.
0: What are you talking <laughs> about?
1: Now, look. All right. This is where we differ because but, I love scampy fries. <laughs> uh,
0: what? Okay, let, let's 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 see where the rest of this list goes. Number
1: seventeen, nice and spicy knickknacks. Mm. Number sixteen, Walker's prawn cocktail. How are they? How are they so high? The worst of all of these. Number fifteen, tangy cheese Doritos. Eh, they're okay. Uh, Number fourteen, salt and vinegar beaks or Pringles. Number 13, sour cream and chive Pringles. Okay, so this is the
0: Pringles section.
1: Number 12, cool original Doritos. Okay, it's all pretty
0: beige and normal.
1: 11, Quavers. I think they're called. The Quavers. And then we get into the top 10.
0: All right, I need to be impressed.
1: (laughs) Number 10, pickled onion monster munch.
0: Uh, Okay, can get down with that.
1: Number 9, skips um don't mind skips number eight salt and vinegar squares
0: oh yes there we are the square the power of the square
1: number seven bacon frazzles what no out good go number six beef hula hoops
2: beef beef
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) no beef fucking horrible flavor what no the top five now up until this point Monster Munch skips, squares, frazzles, hula hoops would all be in my top 10, I have to say. Right. But this is where things get really interesting. Number 5, Ready Salted Walkers.
0: How fucking boring.
1: Number 4, original Pringles or Salty Beaks.
0: So again, Ready Salted great.
1: No, I'm sorry. Pringles are Pringles are in my top 5. Number 3, Walkers Salt and Vinegar. Mm. Number two, beef monster munch, one hundred percent behind that. They'd be my number one, and then number one. So the the top packet of crisps that the UK decided it's gonna be upon. fucking salt and shake, isn't it? Don't be silly. <laughs> Cheese and onion Walkers. What are you fucking? Are you fucking kidding me? This is what. Oh, okay, hang boring. on, hang on. We've we've just warped like three different sections together because this actually is this week's Are You Fucking Kidding Me? Hello, That's Dave Benson Phillips. He's not part of this. What's happening here? I it's an keep... <laughs> Well, you just <laughs> <laughs> What's
2: happening here? It's
1: carnage. It's fucking, <laughs> carnage. It's fucking carnage. It's like two old men trying to work out how to use a podcast desk. <laughs> Cheating Onion. Are, you, are you fucking kidding me? No way. Absolutely not. No way. They I'll you
0: are... my top five off the bat right now. Go. Pick it on your monks so much. Yep. Salt and vinegar discos. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would then go for either a cheese and onion. Yeah. Or a salt and vinegar real McCoy.
1: Okay. The, the, the. A campaign of man crisps that was <laughs> really problematic for a while there.
0: Yeah, I mean, regardless of how terribly they advertise themselves, Tasty Crisp.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then. Tasty Pring- Crisp, a- shit advertising. That should be exactly. their tagline, yeah.
0: And then a Pringle and your Beef Monster Munch.
1: What Pringle, Bean? though? Uh,
0: personally. Yeah. I like the chive ones.
1: Okay. I can okay. also get
0: down with the salt and vinegars.
1: Okay, well, this is really what should the, the list should have been. Number one beef monster munch number two bacon wheat crunchies number three Mm. squares number four salty beaks or original pringles and Mm. number five twiglets that's what it should be Hmm. i mean
0: i'm arguing like i eat crisps regularly (laughs) you're not a crisp guy
1: you're a biscuit guy we've we've, we can't even
0: remember the last time i had a packet of crisps i I had a packet of pom bears
1: yesterday Fucking Pond Bears. See where yeah. are they? Pond Bears would probably be in the top ten, but Pond Bears are like the crisp that you have when you're feeling a little bit. You're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have a packet of crisps. I'll just have a packet of Pond Bears. It's like the the sort of <laughs> the salad of the crisp family. Um, it is. So and my second hate, yeah, century. your second hateless entry <laughs> is <laughs> the fact that Scooter has twenty eight albums on Spotify. Twenty eight albums of Scooter. 28 albums of are you ready that's more than the Beatles more than Led Zeppelin more than the Who more than I mean, other really? people that are good you know uh, Lauren Hill Beyonce um <laughs> Lindisfarne <laughs> That's more than Beethoven. That's more than Beethoven, that. (laughs) Fucking hell. So what? (laughs) That was another section of hateless, kidding, crisp, (laughs) button, fuck-up, central clusterfuck. (laughs)
0: You didn't sit there. You didn't get pissed. What you decided to do was send us your hate list. <laughs> do you like that? I love
1: that. The jingle for listener hate.
0: Yeah, listener hate. hate. So I, I, I've got a bit of listener hate for you. Well, guess what? Well,
1: so have I.
0: Oh. Ah, synchronous. Always, always. It's like we're, it's like we're on our periods at the same time. Yeah, like our cycles
1: are together.
0: They are. So, okay, I'm going to go first on this one. Yeah, because go for it. Just to mix it up a bit. No, I tell you so, what, um, every
1: time we have listener hate, you have to go first. That's the rule. Okay,
0: yeah, okay. Fine.
1: Yeah. So uh, I think it's your turn.
0: Yeah, I think it, it might, might well be my turn. Go for it. Um. So uh, we had someone get in contact on the Twitters. Twitter?
1: Very where rare. Where can they do that? So and that
0: is at Babblement Pub on the Twitter. And as well as
1: at BabelmentPod
0: Instagram followers. Uh, and, and Instagram, yes, yeah. indeed. It's also an email address that I don't know because I don't do this bit. Right. Uh,
1: it's Pod at gmail.com. There we
0: are. See, perfect. So we had a listener who goes by the name of Lycan Pictus.
1: Hello, Lycan uh, Pictus.
0: Real name, obviously.
1: Yeah, of course. And great name. His thing,
0: yeah, he said he couldn't articulate it because he was drunk while writing, but I think I've ciphered it to me. Can I,
1: sorry, can I just say, isn't that such an us listener thing to do? Oh, definitely. Just if you're not pissed. absolutely patterned, Absolutely off their face. i am going to going to the babble i am going to talk to him. <laughs>
0: this is a good time to do it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think what he's trying to convey is people that uh, present themselves as a pos- position of information and authority on something they know nothing about.
1: Right. Okay.
0: So they try and play that part of the expert of the person that knows. Yeah. When actually they're just they're just idiots.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel that. That's there's there's got to be a name for that. Um,
0: it's uh, hmm, it? uh, smuggery
1: um, or something. No, yeah, it's cunt. Um, um, uh, is it Kunta? Is it C-umla-n-t? There's definitely it an Umlaut in there. I think it's Kunta. I have seen that. Yeah, me too. Uh, also, just before
0: we move on to your listener, hey, yeah, as cool. a, a side note, he he also mentioned that we, um in a in a previous episode, I believe he's bins watching. Shout out he's for that. Watching.
1: watching. Watching. <laughs> That's <binge> good. Bins listening.
0: <laughs> he's bins watching a shed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just sat there. So wait, what so this shit? is a new listener that's gone back to the beginning.
0: Yeah, for some wow. reason he's actually enjoyed it so much he's listening to it all. Wow. Christ knows why. No, uh, that. but he's realised that um one of his his previous jobs was a job that we decided was pointless. Okay. He used <laughs> to be a driver's mate.
1: <laughs> no he didn't. He did. Oh my god. Uh, and
0: he said that he was actually in Teagle, I had to defuse situations that the driver got us into, into, for example, yeah. calming down locals when he blocked roads, and also when he ran over a three hundred year old stone wall at a Welsh university. Wow! The driver's anger, the people, the mate is the voice of reason. But yeah, wow, it's three there we seven. go.
1: Well, so we have to <laughs> retract that from. Fuck so me, that maybe was it's like episode six or something. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like okay. time travel. Well, thank you for for. You know, showing us that we we still can fuck it. Watch. Cheers
0: to your listenership. I suppose if you're going through one by one, you'll get to this bit. Oh, I don't know next year. So, oh yeah, gonna nice say-
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not going to hear this for He would have definitely stopped listening by now. He's, right, he's, he's never going me. Well, we have, so that's an incentive for you to keep listening. Um, I've got a couple. Uh, one is from someone who calls himself Ron Fucking Swanson, which I believe is a Parks and Recreation. I can get down with reference can get down with that. um says your asshole. i'm assuming he means his or her asshole is now insanely itchy at random times throughout the day and there's nothing you can do about it except wait for the itchiness to pass
2: <laughs>
1: so i mean i guess if we were if we were being kind of specific that, that the listener there's talking about just having an itchy asshole. Yeah. There's no uh, kind of subtle times. way for you to deal with an itchy arsehole. You you just have to itch it. You just have to go either squeeze
0: it. your cheeks together or you just go fucking deep sea diving and yeah. see what
1: happens. <laughs> deep sea diving. But my yeah, we, oyster we, oyster catch. <laughs> we have a second um listener hate, but this time it's uh it's audio. Oh so I'm gonna play you uh a lovely listener who decided to send us a, a voice recording of their listener hate. Here we go.
0: Oh nice. Um, something came to mind when I was making my bed, something that I would add to my hate list, and that is when you've got the sheet for your duvet is bigger than your duvet, the actual duvet. So, because <laughs> it leaves, when you move in your bed, then you end up with just the duvetless bit of sheet, which is really cold. And also it leaves room for the duvet to then unfold within the sheet. So then you get more... Duvetless sheet, and you can't. Then you also struggle to find the duvet. So then you end up just having the duvet crammed at the bottom of your sheet. That was <laughs> really difficult to undo and rewind and 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 solve. And it's just it's just a mystery to me making a bed. Apparently.
1: Now, whilst I firstly appreciate the gusto in which that story was, was said, it's I think there's a very, 31. very simple solution there, listener, and that is um, just buy a duvet cover that fits the size of the yeah, duvet. exactly. That will I, I eliminate all problems.
0: I think we mentioned it before about how fucking annoying it is getting wrapped up and cocooned in that spare part of, of duvet
1: Yeah, of cover. course, of course. It's
0: offensive. It I, I feel the pain. But yeah, easily solved by purchasing the right size of uh, duvet.
1: Yeah, um, and would recommend. So, so there we go. We're being agony uncles now. Um, yeah. If you buy a duvet cover, make sure it fits the size of the duvet. Thank you very much for <laughs> listening, everyone. This is hey. Agony Agatha. Thank you. <laughs>
0: So we've creaked our way across the line of episode yeah. 60, like two geriatric old bastards yeah, slowly crawling to our deathbed. Well, I've got a list. Oh, look at that. I've got a
1: list too. Wow. Isn't this almost like we planned it? It's um, duality. It is every time. Synergy. Um, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll give my list first. Um, and okay. I have to admit that my list is is really should be your list. I mean, I kind of hope that we've both got the same list, but who knows? That would be funny. (laughs) Um, My list is something... So I'm I'm stealing a good idea that you had, because it's the 17 worst and weirdest Marvel supervillains of all time.
0: Okay, I'm sure I've done this.
1: (laughs) Well, you have done this, but you haven't done these ones. Interesting. So there are a few that have appeared that we haven't talked about so i figured we have an obligation to the listeners to talk about them
0: well let's do it because i'm past marble anyway you can have it
1: okay oh fine it's beneath you now (laughs) is it i'm just i'm I'm like a i'm like a i'm like a catfish just picking up scraps at the bottom of a a bottom of a tank yeah okay um so number 18 is the living
0: eraser.
1: Um, that is a guy who could erase characters from um, the the square that they were drawing.
0: So he literally lived in the comic book.
1: So he lived in that he could erase real life people and then they would disappear on the screen, on the screen, on the page, and then he would drop to his knees and look up to the heavens and go, you have been erased, <laughs> <laughs> which is fantastic. <laughs> um, number seventeen was a Spider-Man villain called the Kangaroo. Brilliant. So, really, his only power, which I love the way it's worded, is that he could jump slightly higher than normal. <laughs> Just Ooh. slightly higher. Um, now, can be... you jump over that building? No, no, I can no, do that. I can sort of jump (laughs) up onto a a moving bus, but um, now there are a couple that have made their way into it from previous lists, which I which I want to just give them a name. One of which is Paste Pot Pete. um, Oh yes, we love Paste Pot Pete and Asbestos Lady. Those two appeared, um, which I really liked. But there was a couple that came off, and I thought, how have we not talked about these before? Um, The first is Sugar Man. (laughs) Sugar Man. Um, (laughs) What do you think, Sugar Man? Um, powers are he's incredibly sweet to everybody Um, he can um, grow to an enormous size shrink people down to a size of a single grain of sugar
0: wow not what I expected
1: Um, number 12 probably is my favourite one of the list but we'll see is um, Turner D Century Turner D. Century is like a gentrified man from <laughs> the past that is, is frustrated by a modern lack of manners. <laughs> Turner D.
0: Century. Turner D. Century <laughs> sounds like a Ugandan. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a reggae it's...
1: song. So a handlebar mustache with a straw hat. He looks fairly harmless. He doesn't have any superpowers. So... What? But what he does have is a device called the Horn of Time, which is designed to kill anyone under the age of 65. But because Turner D Century is a fictional version from the past, he isn't technologically minded, so therefore the device doesn't actually work.
2: So he busts
1: through the space and time continuum on a penny farthing with a fucking straw hat. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Oh, the fuck did I miss him? But he's number 12. So oh, my So number 11 is Flag Smasher. <laughs> um, the Flag Smasher um, is a political <laughs> villain who, um, in order to achieve world peace, resorts to terrorism and violence. But there is a fantastic screen grab from his first appearance where Batman um, goes to... Um, He says, we pledge allegiance, but there's no flag. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number 10 is the matador. So the (laughs) The matador is just a matador. Great. Except for a red rag to a bull is a red rag to a superhero, which when he pulls the cloak away, he tries to punch them in the face wow um number nine is leap frog um <laughs> it's just a frog bloke it's just a frog bloke we've got a number eight it's a bit oily stilt man stilt man i think i've mentioned yeah stilt i think man. you have too um you've also mentioned that one but you haven't mentioned a rocket racer <laughs> I love how you turned into a wrestling introduce. introduce <laughs> the big. With, with the ring. Um, <laughs> Rocket <laughs> Racer is uh, a bloke who's got a really cool skateboard. Wow. The big wheel.
0: Is he just a big wheel? He's just a
1: big wheel. Um, <laughs> rock the Leaper. George, George, Batwalk is good at jumping. Another one that can jump. Ruby Thursday. Um, Ruby Thursday is has a computer instead of a brain. Okay. Camistro. So Camistro is basically just a guy with a gun. He has an alchemy gun. So he can turn different elements into other elements wow but according to this list the worst or best depending on how you look at it superhero is Mm.
0: conclusion conclusion
1: not every supervillain can be Magneto while many villains of this list are downright awful their attempts to live a life of crime they're entertaining in their own special way um and conclusion is just a bloke who is able to draw conclusions
2: <laughs> so th- <laughs>
1: captain hindsight there's there's one example where it's just like he, someone asks him a question and he says yes Conclusion, man. Conclusion! So, I mean, I think it goes without oh, saying dear. that we need more of that in our lives. But you also have a list.
0: Ah, oh, yes, I do. I do. And it's a completely different end of the list spectrum. Perfect. So, I have a list mm. of names from a Victorian school. <laughs> so, they are comprised of many years of children. But they are the most ridiculous names, and they've been put into the class of ridiculous names. Right. So this is the register for the class of ridiculous names.
1: Okay, can't wait. (coughs) (coughs) Bovril.
0: Raspberry Lemon. (laughs) Lettuce Burger. Okay, Johnson. (laughs) Never Rook Rook. Toilet. Baboon. <laughs> Evil. Susan Semolina Thrower. <laughs> Wait, that could have been on the previous list. Susan Semolina <laughs> Thrower. She just throws yeah.
1: around some pudding. Great.
0: Exactly. Happy. Happy. Freezer Breezer. Minty Badger. Minty Is Minty Badger, badger
1: in? <laughs> <laughs> about Scary Looker? I've known a few of them.
0: Uh, Princess Cheese. Ah, yes, Princess Cheese is here.
1: Oh, I will be your teacher today,
0: Miss Farting Clack. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute, these are real names of people. Real Farting Victorian Clack. names. They were having a, a fucking laugh, Miss they?
0: Farting Clack, yep. That was one of the teachers. Wow. And uh, I think what we've really highlighted uh, from the superheroes... And from the Victorian names, is that if anything's going to make your life feel a little bit better, it's a stupid name.
1: And a stupid list. But I I mean, I'm going to have to bleep these out. Right. So, listeners, I'm really sorry. I'm about to tell Lee the names of two real students that existed. Um, They're not my students. So if you are listening to this and you used to be one of my students, it's not your name. Um, it's it's someone I know um, who was a teacher told me about two of the most ridiculous names that they'd ever experienced before. So, listeners, you will just have to hear our <laughs> response to this. But, Lee, I'm going to tell you their names. Are you ready? Okay. The first one was called Kimberly <laughs> 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 And she was married, so had changed her name. Okay. So it wasn't like she chosen that to take that name on. And the right. and the second one, which is my favorite name of all time. Imagine this is a superhero, Johnny <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: what would your superhero power be well I mean (laughs) you'll never
0: know you'll never know listeners sorry about that goodbye bye